0: another episode of WA Exposé, a podcast about local arts by local artists. As always, I'm your host, Aria Scarlett, with the immense privilege of recording this podcast on Wajak Noongar Budja. Add in one scoop of Perio's tears to a sprinkle of Alekhino's wit and just a dash of lilac. Mix it all around and what do you get? Why, it's today's guest. <laughs> Cute and creepy, smiling and weepy. This clown wants to drag you through a cabaret of both tragedy and comedy. Trained in the art of physical theatre and contemporary dance, this artist is taking burulu steen by storm. Be sure to catch them spin their tales of misery before they fade back into the void. That is so much fun to say. I love a fun <laughs> intro to say, even if I do have to get... Uh, pronunciation notes at the start. (laughs) Of course, I'm talking
1: about Portia Hi, Hi. How are you? I am well. I'm very well indeed. Warm, but well. (laughs) Yes. All right.
0: (laughs) It may be autumn, but you know, the The world is completely lying to us when they say that it is Mm -hmm. uh, autumn currently. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. It's Um, summer season two. It is. (laughs) Summer two, electric boogaloo. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So, normally I try and start, obviously, with my why question. Mm. uh, But... I realized as I was like looking through your introduction and, of course, having seen you perform before ah. that, like many people I get on this show now, you're a slashy. You're a draggy, slashy, burlesque slashy, clowny, slashy, dancey, slashy, slashy. Yep. So for what direction do you want to start this in? Would you like to go in the wide dance sort of arena because that's where you began or burlesque because that's where you're at at the moment? We can be fluid. I
1: think. I think in reference to the canon of the situation, <laughs> <laughs> probably stuff <laughs> non canonical. I know. I know. It's got to be. It's got to be narrative. No. Um. I think probably the dance. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's kind of where it all started. Okay.
0: Well, let's pretend that um I had all that correct and I've cut all this out and I've just gone. So, Portia,
1: why dance? Dance. <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> The art of dance is defined as no. I'm oh my <laughs> god, you did bring a notebook I did bring a notebook I did bring a lesson. notebook and I and I just wrote contemporary dance to not forget about <laughs> <laughs> that bit.
0: I so, dance, the dance
1: to burlesque pipeline,
0: as Lot of Lamore calls it. Le-
1: Absolutely no, I am very much part of that. So for instance, basically so it all started when um, I was four. <laughs> yep. I, I was born. No. Um when <laughs> I was <laughs> The weather was. The yeah. weather was. It was this day. No. Um so when I was four I, I started my, my dance. Um, you know, so my mum um was a ballet dancer when she was growing up and um her life kind of took her in a different direction. Yeah. So, um, to kind of almost live vicariously, you know, she put us in dance. Yeah. Um and I mean I loved it. Um so I was dancing from four all the way till 15 and that's probably 15 probably around the age where I decided that it was not whatever it was mm-hmm. it was making me happy at times but it just wasn't for me I yeah. didn't have the didn't have the highest kicks I didn't have the strongest core like mm. all of those
0: kinds of things which by 15 if you don't you have to leave for some <laughs> reason pretty yeah.
1: much and I pretty much felt at 15 16 oh well Missed miss the boat there, you know, that kind of thing. Um, My
0: career is over. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm so old now. I know, yeah.
1: I know. Um, but, uh, and I think this is something that I've kind of come to learn recently is that mm. I didn't ever feel motivated to work at it because it just did not make me happy. Ooh, yeah. yes. So yeah. I just didn't have one, you know, because they go home, you, they tell you to go home and stretch in front of the TV and, you know, practice, you know, when you're, you know, doing the washing up and blah, 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 blah. Mm. I never even had. The subconscious thought to do any of those things because i just wanted to run away yeah just wanted to run away yeah it um, occupying
0: any of your safe spaces is just like no thank you i was <laughs> like
1: yeah can i just have let's separate the two things please <laughs> um but there was this is the thing so there were little sparks of of moments throughout my childhood mm, mm-hmm. that remain with me now for instance My first contemporary routine was, um, you know, the song Vienna? Ah, Vienna. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just in case you didn't know. That's, great. that's
0: amazing. And it's just under 10%. So I'm not going to get done for any licensing fees. Love great. It. Love that. Great. Oh, look, I
1: I just knew. Um, <laughs> we did it and we did like a masquerade ball theme. And so mm. we're all in red and big skirts and nice. masks. And, you know, it was all of this contemporary movement and mask switching and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, wow, you know, so things like that were just like, oh, that's what makes me happy. Is that where the Commedia dell'arte sort yeah. of comes in? Absolutely. From then too? Absolutely. Because then I was probably nine and it was the, it was a big, kids contemporary group right <laughs> yes, and yep. they were doing a routine called La Luna and they all had masks on and it, they are all in like um, black morph suits and oh, it was just this kind of anonymity mm. with all of this storytelling which I just loved they could just switch their face and become something different each time so it was things like that that I'm so grateful for because obviously little building blocks on top of building mm. blocks that's where I am now um, so yeah then from there I got you know, we do Commedia dell'arte in high school draw, drama, you know, like yes, it's so you know, course. it's just one like, of
0: the classic ATAR
1: ways, yeah, whatever they call it. Pretty now, much. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Um but it felt familiar to me because I was like, well, I liked the the mask work I did when I was younger. I liked what I saw from the big kids in contemporary, you know, and so <laughs> it was like it was kind of these little things that went, Oh, that's that's a that's a warm feeling, that's a safe feeling in that um medium of, mm. you know, storytelling and things like that. Um so that's more or less like yeah, I, I came away from dance and just didn't, didn't, didn't ever click back with it. Yeah, I tried to get back on point and things like that with ballet, but oh, interesting. Yeah, when I was twenty, actually, so semi recently. Yeah, um, but it really, it was almost like a, I was trying to like, oh no, I, I didn't make the most of it. Let's try again. Yeah, okay. but I had to remember myself and remember yeah. that it, it didn't, it didn't suit me. It didn't feel like me either. Yeah, so it just felt forced in the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so to find something with the burlesque that I can channel all of those positive things into, um, it felt like a proper, like a nice end to the, to that chapter in my life. Yeah, mm. right.
0: Was there, so obviously you've like continued the Comedia Latte, the clown aspect. Mm, Did mm. you like go through any like, clown training or is there like how did you learn your clowning
1: so um so essentially not that you have to <laughs> no well no um but no so this was kind of when I had the because I essentially what happened was it was the dance to acting pipeline yeah acting to burlesque pipeline that's kind of what <laughs> yeah, it, yeah that's yeah. kind of what happened for me um take so your clothes off put
0: them back on again take them pretty off pretty much
1: yeah. exactly um so in high school I actually went to see a surrealism play and this was the game changer for me it was Hamlet um, Hamlet done in a surrealist manner. Correct. Right. Yes. So it was the Tiger Lilies perform Hamlet. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Oh, I've um, it heard was, of. I yeah. It. it was at the. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was at the Regal in 2016, mm-hmm. um, and they all had the Piero white face mm-hmm. with the with the black details, and essentially they were the singers of the you know, the, in the band, they were the narrators of the story. Yes. And they stood off to the side, obviously, and the thing unfolded. And it was weird and wacky. And, you know, <laughs> Ophelia got hoisted up on a, you know, one of those whats it that come down from the ceiling. <laughs> um, Wait, like, like a trapeze or like suspension hook? Suspension hook, <laughs> right. there we go. Yeah, one of those, thank you. <laughs> and she, like, walked up the wall, which, like, represented the river. It was this whole thing. It was beautiful. Um, and it was just the tragedy with the faces and the music and the sideshow cabaret vibes so you know that that line in my bio drag you through a a cabaret that's where that's she's from. that's from oh. that's from a review of that of that particular <laughs> show <laughs> that's
0: you weren't even in no and then I, I used that.
1: it I had to do an essay on it and so I used that line in my essay and it's stayed with me ever since oh my goodness. <laughs> so that's what kind of you know that was like oh yeah. wow okay so um from there um I think the next sort of training I actually did uh, was just mime. Uh, we did a brief, uh, oh how fun! A brief kind of stint of mime because um, I did the diploma of acting at Whopper, yeah, um, in 2019, and we did a yeah brief mime kind of stint again. Familiar, warm, fuzzy feeling of mm. like, oh, this is my little, these are my roots, these little clown yeah. sort of mime sort of, yeah, all that fun stuff. So that and that then transitioned. I didn't see, I didn't see see that again until I um, developed my Harlequin act for Burlesque. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So it's almost like it was always in the back of my head, but almost it took all those years to fully
0: realise itself. I want to dive into the mime thing for a second. Yeah, if of course. We can. Yes, please. If we because it's like a non-traditional theatric art form. Yes. When you were developing your Harlequin act mm. later on, mm. how did you go like, oh, obviously this has to be
1: mime? Like what was the draw? So the draw – so hang on, let me just flesh mm-hmm. that out. So how did I draw from – the mime class into my act, yes, because it's not an obvious—it's
0: mm. not an obvious draw card. It's not something you see often in burlesque. Mm. Not that I've seen every burlesque
1: routine ever, yeah.
0: but I've not seen it recently. That <laughs> means it doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well, in our mime class, it was a lot about um, pressure, as in like mm. exerting pressure and withdrawing pressure to kind of show, you know, show moving something. Holding something. Right, giving nothingness away. Correct, yeah. correct, yeah. So it was the physicality of, okay, so you hold a heavy rock. Mm-hmm. What does your body do? Where does it contract? Where does yes. it release? Where are your knees? Where are your feet? What's your stance? Things mm. like that. So, for instance, in the beginning of my harlequin routine, I draw from that mime training, because it's obviously this really heavy, like, oh, I'm so sad, Piero the sad clown, I'm going to cry for the rest of my life. (laughs) So I almost imagine, is there a weight, where's the weight in my elbows? Do I have a weight hanging from my elbows? And how does that affect how my body slouches, you know, how how it brings me down, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. And how... Against that, am I holding myself up to perform, you know, because then it becomes yeah. the... Without
0: the, it looking like that classic puppet on a string correct. thing, which can obviously
1: like, very quickly just become, oh, they're a puppet. Yeah. Absolutely, which is beautiful in itself, yeah, but, but it was not ve- what you were Exactly, doing. yeah. So it was very much the, okay, uh, it's a real struggle against myself, not only mentally, but physically, mm. you know, the narrative.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you think all of your acts drew, uh, draw from like a narrative place, uh, like a made-up narrative or a
1: personal narrative? Like where do you draw from? Absolutely. Yes, both. (laughs) Yes, both. Yes to both. Tick, tick. I've definitely developed a character that I can channel, in all honesty, probably the things that I struggle a lot with in my personal life, Mm -hmm. Um, I can go, oh, I want to make something of that and channel it through a separate being, a separate entity so that I can process it without... Pre-traumatizing myself, if you.
0: <laughs> no, that's so. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because it's definitely mm. something that is like I think goes over a lot of people's heads. It's just mm. like, oh, artists, like there is that luxury there of being like, whatever you're going through is content, mm-hmm. you know, like every single mm-hmm. bit of trauma. Great, isn't that good content mm-hmm. for your next thing that you put on stage? But you have to like put it through a separate entity yep. so that you stop hurting yourself when Absolutely. you're out there, and buy, like, by like byproduct, so you don't hurt your audience. Exactly. Because if you go on stage and just present trauma, you're more than likely upset at least the first four rows who <laughs> <Yep. laughs> get to look stare right into it <laughs> mm-hmm. yes especially at the, some of the venues here in in Perth where you're oh, like quite close to intimate. people yeah yeah
1: absolutely yeah and I think when you're carrying those kinds of stories there needs to be a, a strength to not only display it mm. but also say that it's okay you know yeah. you know it's, it's all right because then you have that sort of that 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 gentle soft energy that people can come to you and go thank you so much for sharing and and you're not angry about it you're not bitter about you know Mm. what you've had to go through you it's this acceptance as well you know
0: (laughs) yeah totally so how do you what things do you do when preparing an act like that that you know will keep yourself safe but also your audience safe
1: I definitely use music to uh, get in and out of a headspace um, so the beautiful Bobby Knox, mm. um, I did a one-on-one with them before doing one of my more serious and staring acts last year. Um, and they were kind enough to present me with a playlist of music that I was like, Oh, this is my playlist. And it was called "Porsche Sweet," <laughs> And I was oh, so excited. So exactly. Oh, and it was, kind. it was really nice because it felt like a little portal in a way because I didn't create it for myself. It was created for me. Mm. So it was this kind of list of songs that I'd never heard before. And I just got to go. This is my, this is my transformation music. This is what I step into and then mm. step out of. You know, so that that's one of them that I is really. That just like. like something you can listen to before you go on stage. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Yeah. So it's usually um, instrumentals. Yep. A lot of repetitive music. So mm. you know, nothing that kind of changes too much. Yeah. Um. And uh, if there are any lyrics, they're usually quite repetitive and simple. You know, so I'm not yes. really attaching anything to it. It's mm-hmm. just noise. It's just something that I can, yeah,
0: yeah. And do you play it again when you come off stage to like sort of reverse the quote unquote effects, or are you playing like the complete opposite thing to get yourself out of that space?
1: I think it's the opposite. Yeah, I think it then goes to something more soft and boppy and like yeah. woohoo, you know, like <laughs> yeah, we did it, you know. Yeah, um, I need to human again now. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and also, you know, honestly, whilst we're on the topic of mime and things like mm. them stepping into things, I do tend to physically step into the shoes of the character that I tend to play. Interesting. Tell me more about that. So, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be, I'm going to put the shoes on of my character. I am Porsche now. I put my (laughs) coat on. It's almost this internal process as I'm putting my costume on, as I'm doing my... So say I do all my eyes at home, you know, all that kind of stuff. No, oh, you the, have to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing my eyes at the venue, no, come no. on. With <laughs> <Or> this lighting. <laughs> um, no, but I'll do my lip and that is my like, okay, we're transitioning now. We're stepping into this, you know, You know, put my earrings on. I don't know if you've noticed, I do wear a set of crucifix earrings. I've noticed, yes. I don't ever wear those on my day-to-day. Mm. It just happened on my first performance and then I thought, I'll keep this going, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> um, so I put my crucifix earrings in and they come out straight after the performance, things like that. Because then I go, all right, so I'm shifting from my day-to-day into this vessel. And yes. I do feel like it is a vessel um, to portray all sorts of <laughs> tragedy yeah. and comedy. Yeah, you it's know? so important
0: because like unlike in traditional acting or traditional performance spaces where you're handed a role mm. and you go, right, now you're going to play Carl. Mm. You are playing, it is a character. Obviously, Portia is somebody that was invented by yourself mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's fantastic. Um but it's also somebody who you also have to live with all -hmm. all the time and you also have to get that person work. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So those lines can become very blurred Mm -hmm. very quickly. Is it something that you like pre-tell producers or your backstage people about being like, I need to transition in and out of this person every night just for everybody's safety? Like how do you manage that backstage?
1: I think because obviously (laughs) – Bless us as humans with all <laughs> the water in us and all of the changeable, yes. <laughs> the ups and downs. Um, it depends. It definitely depends on, mm. on on good days, on strong days where I'm like, yeah, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. I can do it very quietly and yeah. it, can, it only takes a couple, of, a couple of minutes that you can afford yourself when people are focused on their own bits and bobs. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, there are days, um, however, that I am a bit more hypersensitive and a bit mm. more like... And that's when I will just go, hey, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm in earphones in. Please refer your questions to somebody else performer, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Mm. And I just try and be really gentle about it because, um, you know, there are so many beautiful, broken, sensitive, damaged people in the room with you, <laughs> which is so. That's which, very kind. Yeah. Well, th- we're all carrying something, and you don't, and you don't want to feel like you're pushing anybody away, mm. but just le- allowing them to go, you know, understand that you're just, you just have a process, and you just need to take a moment you know mm, yeah, um, definitely yeah
0: yeah because I mean what I do is I just go like well I'm warming up now and then I face a wall and yeah. then like nobody's going to talk to you as long as I'm like, making some sort of noise even if it's gobbledygook yep. because it's like oh they're warming up over there <laughs> yes they're having a moment yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> me 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 to shut up shut up shut up
1: yeah <laughs> do you know what I've actually found as well so I used to have airpods mm. I've actually stopped using airpods and started using ones with a cord because then somebody can see that the cord is hanging ah. down from your ears rather than your hair is covering up airpods and they mm-hmm. can't see that you've got something <laughs> in, you know Big giant, giant speakers yes. and be like, I'm doing something I'm having a moment, I'm an artist Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hello artist at work, yeah <laughs> Let me prepare in my own way <laughs> Yeah,
0: because if, I mean I guess if you like put a bag over your head that just says shh, artist, artist <laughs> in, like, you know, in prep, they'd be like oh,
1: yeah. Do you know this? what, that's actually something that I have a couple of moments from my year at Whopper that just, they just have stayed with me. Mm. And I remember it was very early on in the gig. So we just basically just started. Mm. um, And our, um, our tutor or, you know, class person. Yeah. yeah. Teacher, not (laughs) teacher. Teacher, teacher, not teacher. Yeah. yeah. Because you feel a bit old for that, you know. (laughs) Um, But also most of them
0: don't have teaching degrees because they're industry professionals, not teachers. And they just sort of go, what do I do with you? Yeah. the
1: Yeah. It's just a lot to process. (laughs) Um, they said to me, um, oh, well, they told us, oh, we're all doing our audition pieces again. We're doing it all again. No. So, yeah, so we had to drag that back up from three months prior. Mm. Um, and I was just like, you know, I, I think I was singing like my, you know, and all that kind of stuff, five, six, seven, eight, you know, I was like bumping around. Say, are we doing <laughs> Do my boots, Baby babies, <laughs> driving me crazy as an acting audition? Um, no, but that was my hype up. I was like hyping and I was loud, like I'm a loud yeah. kid, I'm a drama kid. It's loud. Mm. Um, and my my class person teacher comes over to me. Class person teacher. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I love that. And says, um, government name. <laughs> redacted.
0: Yeah, redacted.
1: <laughs> um, your way of preparing might not be every person's way of preparing. Mm. So make sure you keep it in your cube, in your bubble. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's that's massive. That's huge. Because, you know, I'm putting myself in everybody else's little bubbles, you know? <laughs> oh, totally. It's so. like um, I have a similar memory, but
0: it's like it was about just like your exams mm. and like that sort of energy that always like would wait outside of like a written exam where mm. everybody is like worried and freaking out and mm-hmm. talking to each other and like creating all of this buzz about how worried they are and the amount of times I had to be like, oh, if I, I've done all the prep work I can, but if I stand here mm. and absorb all your worry about what the questions will mm-hmm. or won't be, I'm just going to be sucked into that, like, yep. vortex. I need to go exactly. away. Exactly.
1: Because it's energy and it's tangible. Yeah, And you do carry it mm-hmm. and you can release it. And you just yeah. got to make sure you're in the right it's place. It's like a Bluetooth static in it the air. It really <laughs> is. And it's like, ding, ding, yep. connected. You know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> connected yeah that whole vibe
1: yeah very that very
0: totally that. totally so from that point on did you like actively go oh I've got to stop and change how I prepare absolutely was that like incredibly difficult because like if your preparation technique is to run around screaming and yelling which is like so fine but, like
1: how do you even find space to do that well not backstage no I think it was there was a there was a level of like empathy involved with how quickly it clicked for me mm. Because if I was just like doing my own thing and somebody said, oh, make sure you prepare in a way that doesn't, you know, affect other people, I'd be like, "Ah, whatever, you know. But because there was a a situation and I was able to attach um, the point to the context, it was like, oh, okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. And it wasn't hard. It didn't. It didn't feel hard to transition because I just suddenly went, "Oh, it was a light bulb moment," and then from then on, I was like, "I stay in my box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put my and, blinkers on." And in that space, that doesn't mean that
0: you can't be high energy, or like whatever you need to be mm-hmm. doing. You just have to be considerate. Of exactly. The other people yeah, and not you. get
1: in everyone's space and. Just singing their faces like I happened to be doing that fateful day oh so funny and to that song too which would just be
0: like I'd I'd be like I love this but I need you to stop yeah all of the jazz kids were like stop stop
1: stop it stop that I don't want to know about it five six shut up Mm -hmm. (laughs) very that
0: that's a really awesome point I think to maybe leave this first half mainly because I need a drink of water everybody does by now um and when we come back I'd like to talk about the local scene we also have a question from one of our listeners still joined by Portia Sweet and before we went to break I mentioned that we have a listener question and I'd like to dive straight into it because I think it is a great like I think it's going to open many doors for conversation Mm -hmm. um you know and that's my job um (laughs) so this one goes hi Aria here is a question I have for the next burly performer you have on the potty potty (laughs) p-o-d-d-y I love it potty potty hi potty um (laughs) What is the best advice for a new performer you have to possibly be asked to... What is the best advice for a new performer you have to possibly be asked to perform in a show? It's a long one. Okay. I get told to look out for EOIs, but even those are few and far
1: between. Emma. She, her. Thoughts? I love this question Mm -hmm. because when I was fresh into the scene, it's something that I mulled over constantly. Yeah. Of, you know, how am I gonna play this game? You know, yeah. like <laughs> I think it's interesting the wording
0: of like to want to be asked to yes. be in something. Yes. Yeah.
1: Is there's a difference between applying and being accepted and being asked. Yes. And the difference can honestly make you go, Oh, I'm a performer. <laughs> I get to do my art and people want to see it. Yeah. So I I, I I give it so much um Credit and focus because it's, it's it's huge. It can be it can mean so much to someone. Um, so I did, and this is essentially the kind of <laughs> I'm waving my pen yeah, around. I really like it. I'm like magic soup. <laughs> I know. Um, I <laughs> these are things that I follow myself and have followed in the past that have eventually led to being asked to perform. Yes, because
0: I allowed you to prepare for this
1: question, (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) which is why
0: the pen is being waved right now. I (laughs) know because
1: I felt like this is this is such a great question because I I I have thought about it so much. Um, And now, having said all this, I've only been a solo performer for a year and a few months now, Mm -hmm. Um, and I've only been asked to do maybe three or four shows. Mm -hmm. But this is how.
0: This is how I went about it. But that is part of the reason why, because we've got a few questions sitting in our inbox that mm. are not overwhelming me at all. I'm fine with it. It's <laughs> fine. Um, but one of the reasons I like directed this one your mm. way was to be like, okay, because your rise over the last year yeah. has been very, very quick, which is like a testament to the incredible artwork that you produce, but also a testament to the hustle.
1: Yes. Absolutely, I think Absolutely.
0: Is probably where you're about to go. Exactly. So the <laughs> hustle.
1: So my first two points that I've kind of made are connect with people and show up. So mm. this doesn't necessarily have to mean you break your bank account buying a ticket to every single show. Mm-hmm. But obviously so many of us, we also go to the shows, like not just performing them. We go and we see things and, you know, different um, producers are putting on different shows. So when you go to a show and you're like, wow, I just would love to be in that because there are shows that you go to and you're like, I love it. I could never do it, but I love it. <laughs> but then you go to a show where you just, you resonate with the cast, you resonate with the producers, with the with the intention of the show. Um, and you go, wow, oh, I always want to be part of that. From there, um, uh, when, you know, for instance, so I was backstage at the grad show, um, Sugar Blue grad show, mm-hmm. uh, 2021. Uh, and it was the last one of the, season essentially the season. Um <laughs> and I uh I saw Busty Bubbles um over in the corner over and I yonder. I over <laughs> yonder. Um and it was uh, like a scene from a movie. Eye contact. No. Um so um and I was aware that she had just um done a show with basement mm. maybe a few weeks prior, um semi recently. Um, at the sonar room in Fremantle, I believe. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Yes. Busty, I'm so sorry if that yes, wasn't where Yes, and was. next thing. <laughs> yes, and so I thought, Do you know what? Because, you know, new on the scene, I know that's a producer, and I walked up to her and I just said, Busty. Hi, I'm Portia. Um, I just wanted to say big congratulations on on the show that you've produced and performed in. That's awesome. Like it looked amazing. I was keeping up with the stories on Instagram. You know, it was awesome. I just wanted to say congratulations. And she was, oh, thank you so much. That's so lovely. You know, and 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 from there, that connection was made. And that's a show that you weren't physically present at. There you go. So you didn't yep. have to waste like 30 bucks. No, I didn't. 30. No, yeah. no. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I'd seen the stories and I'd, I'd seen the, the cast and I was like, oh, so many people I look up to that, you know. Da, 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 not waste. I don't mean waste. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
0: Shit. I love you, Busty. I do not mean waste. I mean, like, I mean, like we're talking I about mean, not breaking the bank account. I'm, oh I'm a
1: broke retail employee <laughs> so that I completely understand where you were going oh, with that.
0: <laughs> I just meant like you don't have to be at every single show. Correct. Spending thousands on tickets Correct. every other because week.
1: Yeah. The economy, let's just not talk about it. The economy, <laughs> no, next. <laughs> next. Um, you know, and so from there that connection was formed, um, you know, and in terms of, uh, you know, for instance, I ended up in um, clandestine cabaret. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> and this was a bit of a – it wasn't nepotism. It's not nepotism, obviously, because me and Cece aren't related. But so um, my my partner knows – um, Cece, from mm. way, way back in the day when um, they were both doing music. Um, and so it was kind of this sort of like, oh, hi. Like, I'm Portia. Nice to meet you, Cece. Uh, you know, a message from time to time to be like, oh, I love what you're doing. Na, na, na. Um, and then she was at Apprentice and saw my act to one of her most favourite bands of all time. Ah. And it was like, I need that in my show. Mm. You know, so it was kind of, you know, little bits, little bits here and there. So I think what you touched on there, like definitely
0: um, – might to some people read of being like oh you just everybody just hires their friends it's not necessarily that because you're not talking about like a strong relationship no. that you and cc have had no. for eons we aren't talking about nepotism what we are talking about is remaining top of mind yes, for people absolutely if you're like or if you're making sure that, and I know, yes, it's a lot of work, but everything we do is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But if you're making sure that whenever a new image is posted mm-hmm. of a producer that you love and admire, that you're commenting something nice and yep. that you're just like staying top of mind. Obviously, please be genuine. Don't That's, just, I was literally, be genuine. <laughs> my next
1: point was literally about to be, because that ties back into... You're doing it for the things that you mm-hmm. resonate, the people you resonate with, the people yes. that you go, wow, they understand my vision. They understand exactly what I'm about. That my act that I've created will fit perfectly in that lineup. It's those kinds of things. Totally, <laughs> yes. And that cuts your workload down too, yep. because
0: if you're doing it for every single producer you've ever seen in the history of the world, you're yep. gonna be doing it for about ninety five percent of shows that yep. do not suit you and do not suit exactly. your art form.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: If you do it for the five percent of like people that you really admire for shows that fit Mm -hmm. your branding specifically Mm -hmm. then like yeah then that work goes a long way just staying top of mind for people just
1: like yeah just react to stories you know Mm -hmm. and just comment and go oh wow i love this song and you know find a bit of common ground to connect on and you know and then yeah as you said saying um top top of mind um my next point (laughs) (laughs) yes next pointing the pen at me i love it this is great (laughs) point point to it um be confident in what you have to offer and mm. then just ask.
0: Yes, the so, scary part.
1: <laughs> the ask. scary part. The scary part. So, if you have an act, so for instance, my own thing, it's this clown, harlequin, sort of weird. Whoa. Kind of, you know, it's this weird nightmare sort of formula.
0: You invented the colour lilac, all of that (laughs)
1: stuff. I it wasn't a colour before I came onto the scene. I don't
0: think so. It never existed. No,
1: I'd never seen it before. Hence why I made it my own thing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I don't even Lilac isn't even my favorite colour. Can I just say something controversial for the pod? <gasps> dun dun. Oh, where's my I need like a buzzer oh, you need a buzz. of, like, of
0: um like news anchor music. Dun, 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 dun. Breaking
1: news. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Porsche <laughs> Sweet does not even like the colour lilac. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Porsche does, obviously. Redacted doesn't. <laughs> you know, like I yeah. I, I like green, you know, like you know, I like green and earthy tones, mm. you know. It's so, like, um, anyways. Oh my gosh, where was I going with <laughs> that? Oh, okay. My bad. Where were we going with that? Colors, you have to Yeah, That's the one. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Although I have to say, strong branding has gotten me not not to toot my own horn, but strong branding has earned me a lot of like um, ups from people Mm -hmm. that have or could potentially in future be booking me. Yeah. A strong, clear brand. It's all out in the open. Everyone knows what I do and what I stand for. Yes. It's all laid out. There's nothing unexpected because it's – uh, in the best way possible,
0: because uh, <laughs> so when like, people go to bookie, they can be like, "I'm looking for clown shit. Let's go. Over I need here, a where lilac clown. Yeah. Where will I
1: find a lilac clown? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's so wherever
0: uh, will I find a lilac clown? <laughs> all the producers that are here screaming this at the, in their beds at night. <laughs> I know because I, I find a lilac. Clown? I know that it's
1: a really common problem people face. Um, so just know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. And that, of course, means you can change your branding at any time. I'm not saying you have to, like, pick one thing no, forever and ever. No, absolutely not. That's fine. But being, like, clear on what you have
1: to offer, yeah. yeah. And if you and if you like, my first couple of photos of me doing burlesque, you wouldn't even know it was the same person. <laughs> <laughs> the tattoo is the only thing that gives it away. <laughs> um, but, no, so – and that ties into being confident in what you have to offer. So, cool. I've got my branding. I've got my clown. That's what I'm offering And I see a show, for instance, Hypotheticals, a show that's kind of sideshow, weird, dark cabaret. And I go, hey, um, I've seen that you have this show. Um, I'm really interested if you do another show in future. For instance, say they've already cast something. If you do another one in future, please, I would love to be considered. I have this act, this song. If you need any more info from me, any links to the videos, let me know. Yeah. So, for instance, I did. I actually, and I'll be honest. I'll be. I'll be um, transparent about it. I got left on red, um, mm-hmm. but there's and a, you
0: will, <laughs> and, and you will, will be, and I yes. want to.
1: I want to talk about that because mm-hmm. it's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. <wrong. laughs> You're all right. Oh, social etiquette these days. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a cover band in um, in Perth that is my favourite band of all time that they're covering. Okay, mm. um, and I am developing have an act and I'm developing. <laughs> developing an act to songs that they cover right and so I just put myself out there and I said hey look I know that you're a cover band but if you're ever considering doing something different and you'd like a feature um, burlesque act um, I have an act to this I have an act to that I have links here's my profile let me know would love to just be kept in mind Mm -hmm. I got left on red right but that doesn't mean that in nine months time they go oh we want to shake it up we've done a bunch of cover sets and now we need to kind of mm-hmm. shake things up a little. Yeah. Oh, there was that, you know, there was that performer that hit us up. You know, so even if you are in the, totally. the red kind of category, mm-hmm. it's still in their minds and you've still put that little seed, that little seed in their yeah. little back of their brain yeah um,
0: and like for any um any commentary that is unsolicited you're not owed an automatic no, response absolutely and not And that's like super important when absolutely you, not when you're starting out when you're in the middle of the career when you're a high flute mm. and you're famous and you're doing all the things mm. in the world Everybody you message doesn't owe you no, a reply absolutely just because not. you message them.
1: And that and you know what? I was just more proud of the fact that I did it. Than, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that exactly. was where because the, because then again tying back to what I've said because I knew I was confident enough in myself and my art to put it out there. Mm. So it didn't really matter that there was no response because I was just like, oh, I've got a brand, you know, I've yeah. got a thing, and I'm and I'm I'm and, I'm go- and I think it's a product worthy of. You know, being bought. You know, so yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I think, it, yeah, I, I think that really it comes down to just being proud of what you're cre- you're creating. Mm. And they told us this at Whopper, and I'll say it forevermore: if you didn't get booked or you didn't get cast, it probably wasn't the thing for you. Yeah, it completely. probably it probably wasn't gonna serve you in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, hold out for the next one. Yeah, which is so tough. God, it is it's tough.
0: tough. None of the things that we're saying I think have a like easy. Oh no. But yeah.
1: It's all on hard mode really. Yeah. Um, but
0: yeah. Yeah and there's no there's no set path. It's not just like well upload your resume to seek and then <laughs> producers look at it every week and they find things like they don't and they won't and they might they might forget about you but yep. they like but they're trying like they are all everybody's just yep. people. You've
1: definitely yeah you've got had have stamina don't you? Yeah, you've just you got really to keep do. going. Got yeah. to keep going. Um look after yourself obviously. Take mm. care and put you and this is the thing if you're desperate and it's at the expense of your mental health, take a step back mm. and reevaluate. Just reevaluate what you want out of this, what makes you happy, what fulfills you, um, and try and tap in with those things. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important. Because yeah. I've had to do it. We've all had to do it. You oh, know? completely. We all, we all go, wow, we are just just beaten it and it's not cool we need to step back and really reevaluate. <laughs> totally and, and
0: like I really appreciate you sharing the story of you being left on red I've also been left on red yeah. like,
1: who hasn't been left
0: on red we've all been left on red yeah I mean if you throw stuff at a wall not everything's gonna stick no. and that's fine and yeah. like people aren't always gonna get back to you Um, they may not have the capacity in that moment they may not be able to buy what you're mm-hmm. offering in that moment mm-hmm. Um, or a million other reasons that honestly have like nothing to do with the quality of what you're offering them yep. in that moment yep. and it's super important to remember yep. as as you go ahead and as you go, oh, they never got back to me. And it's like okay, but they probably couldn't buy it.
1: Yep, it's, that's just that. It's a, that's and it's not a reflection on you and your art. What you have is enough. Mm. You know. I- I do too, I like yeah. Oh, what a wholesome message. I swear, I just, I ramble so much <laughs> and there's some gems here and there sometimes. Oh, here it is. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi, I found <laughs> it. This bit. Can we just, everything else go
0: away, let's keep this
1: bit. <laughs> I was profound in that moment. Keep that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, can this be my quote video this bit here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I dear. love
1: that.
0: I love it so much. Was there anything else
1: on your list? No, that was that was it. That's perfect. And I felt like that was the, the right order to do it in as well yeah yeah
0: totally there you go emma there's a lot of information in there all of it might not be valid to your current situation but Mm. something in there Mm. bloody probably
1: is oh and also just if you have questions just reach out to anyone you know yeah like just all right you know you you can just just put yourself out there to be
0: bombarded i love that oh what Everybody message Porsche. I will give you their
1: address.
0: (laughs) Go to their house. Send me a letter.
1: I love receiving posts. Um, uh, Yeah, just, you know, maybe not just me, but reach out to your friends and confide. Um, Yeah. Maybe not just me. Maybe not just me. I think there's more that Perth has to offer. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. but even somebody—not even just your close friends—somebody far removed from the situation, so they don't have a biased response mm. as well.
0: Yes. Oh, this is where my reminder of people's ears. So I call them your ears. Um, so if you take every single compliment that is thrown your way with to heart and with heavy love and go, yes, this is the best thing ever, then you must also receive every piece of criticism with the same amount of weight. Yep. That's. Suffocating, you yep. can't do that. So, I would suggest to have your ears. They are not necessarily the people you are like closest besties with yep. in the world, they are the people who will tell you what it is. Yep, in absolutely. That moment. Yep. Um, carry their compliments with weight, carry their criticism and their constructive criticism with weight, exactly. Um, but then let everything else, good and bad, wash over you.
1: And I think it's important to have that person because there's a because this is the thing with constructive criticism, there's consent involved with. Mhm. be it being given to you. <laughs> yes, I definitely
0: think that as we come out out of fringe, um mm. just a reminder that like you if you have feedback or critique for something that you saw during the fringe season or something that you've seen ever mm. and you go this person has to hear about it. No, they don't.
1: No, like, they really don't. No, they don't. If you ha- yeah, they have not consented to you just no. being like
0: in their DMs being like I've got feedback no. about your show. I don't care. Those no people
1: have their circle of close people mm-hmm. that they will Defer their. You probably questions already to. told them. Absolutely, <laughs> and that's their journey to go on. Totally, and yeah. the same way that you wouldn't want it done to you. Yeah.
0: Um, so there's a there's got to be a consent when it comes to any sort of feedback. Um, I, don't I think fringe re- like not just fringe, but all of the things and shows that we're going yep. through at the moment really need to just sort of
1: take on. Board. Absolutely, because you know what, growing up and this ties back into my growing up in the theatre <laughs> in the theatre. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what after show? My mum obviously would come to all of our shows. Yes. She was our biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. We'd always come home and do notes straight away. Oh, not straight oh away. God, we'd have the car. go right. through the Macca's drive-through. No, you're joking. But that's what we would do. We go I'm through not the joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> we would go through the Macca's drive-through, get dinner, get home, and once we we're around the table, settled in, eating our food, we do notes. We do oh notes. Oh, God, that's and it wasn't. Much. an... <laughs> It's too much, and we'd also, mum bless her heart, would also give the rest of the cast notes. Obviously, not Not that we were, (laughs) not that they were there or asking for them, but we'd go, ah, yes, and we would do notes. Mum, you remember just to look at this point when you are doing, yeah, right. Oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) So I, yes, I love me some constructive criticism when you've asked for (laughs) it. When I've asked for it. When you've asked for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay, that's amazing. There you go, Emma, and there you go, Perth. I think yes, we've just that solved was every problem that's ever existed. Um, nobody obviously. has to
1: complain about anything anymore. Because I figured it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pluggables and social media handles and <gasps> keeping that hustle going. What are all of the things people have so to follow?
1: I only have my Instagram and my Facebook page at present. Mm-hmm. Um, my Instagram is underscore Porsche Sweet. Spell it for me because I'm dyslexic. P-O-R-T-I-A. Mm-hmm. S-W-E-E-T. Thank you. Thanks, thanks to me as well because I was like, how do you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've actually had to spell my stage name before. <laughs> um, yes, and my Facebook will show up as Porsche Not So Sweet, mm. um, but under the same username. Yeah.
0: Mm. Awesome. Amazing. Yay. um Well, as always, everyone, if you like this podcast, you can rate and review on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, give us a like across social media or send us a question to waexposapod at gmail.com and we'll ask our next incredible guest. Thank you so much, Portia Sweet, for joining me today. Thank
1: you for having me on.
0: Wa Exposé is an independent production. Our artwork was created by Georgia Sassenfeld and our theme music is Corrosive by Aria Scarlet and M. Burrows. You can find out more about the podcast or live shows at ariascarlet.com forward slash WA expose. Yeah. Um, bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, and on that incredible note, I think that we're, we're done. <gasps> we that was it. Yes. We did it. I, I felt like we the show. You did the show. Uh, yeah. You've done it. I feel really oh, good about that. Okay, but. Oh, okay. But. Mm. Okay.